Hi, everybody. It's Brad Behrens. I'm the Editor-in-Chief here at the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Welcome to IAB There. This is our daily live stream show where we connect the issues that matter and the people that populate the digital advertising ecosystem. We've been uh, wrestling with some technical difficulties. I apologize for the late start today. Today is Tuesday, June 16th. Our topic today, ripped from the headlines, our latest COVID impact report. Uh, what is the impact of coronavirus on advertising spend? How is the industry reacting to this crisis uh, in a consternating time full of many different crises? I'll be joined shortly by Sue Hogan. She is the SVP of research here at the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Uh, as she's coming into the stream, I want to remind you that you can post questions for us on Twitter. We monitor Twitter. Our producing team is going to be looking for your questions. The hashtag to use is IAB there, all caps, one word. Once again, IAB there, all caps, one word. Sue Hogan, welcome back to IAB there. Thanks, Fred. So it's been uh, it's been a rough, uh, a rough ride, but we're here. Um, <laughs> the, so the latest report is available now at IAB.com. You'll be able to download it immediately. Um, let's talk about what this report is in context. This is our fifth Spend Pulse report. We responded to some input from our executive committee saying as coronavirus was heating up, as the world was changing around us and it unbelievably quickly, like the Polaroid people don't even, you know, have no way of comparing to this. Our, our executive committee came to us and said, what's happening out there? And we responded. So Sue, tell us, this is, this is the fifth study and which, which buy side study is this? It's, all right, it's our third buy side. So we've done started with the buy side. So it's just, just just props to the team. We've done five spend studies since March, uh, which has been a phenomenal amount of work. And and again, we're finding now we as we keep on going back into the field, our viewpoint on these things is getting more and more nuanced. So let's talk about some highlights once again for those of you who have questions. Please post them to Twitter. Uh, IAB there, one word, all caps. IAB there. Uh, what are the big surprises for from this latest study? Uh, we've, uh, we're dealing with uh, looking forward now to the second half of the year. What are we seeing? Um, you know, I, surprise is a word that I think people would find debatable on this one. I was a little surprised. Maybe I shouldn't have been. But I think relieved might be the word I want to use here. Um, thanks for putting that up. We are seeing that ad buyers are feeling pretty darn confident about 2H. So the second half of the year, uh, their budgets, they feel 50% of them feel that, or half of them roughly feel that they are in good shape um, and, and don't expect to reforecast again, really is what this is talking about. They're not as certain about 2021, which is not a surprise. So I think that kind of set, sets a tone <laughs> for the rest of the year. But let's dig in on this. You know, we, so we're seeing 49% confidence, uh, confident or very confident that the way they've set their budgets is not going to change between now and New Year's. Do we think that's confidence or overconfidence, uh, given the volatility of the, the, the economic crisis, what's happening with Black Lives Matter, the continuing problems with COVID, and we have uh, you know, a polarized society? With a presidential election starting to heat up, I, I'm wondering. I'm kind of. I'm. I find 50% confidence somewhat surprising. 
Well, you know, I'm glad you said that because I was the one that was being um, kind of considered a Pollyanna about this uh, on my own team. And I think, I think, you know, we were in field when the, the racial crisis was really coming to a head um, or at least beginning to really build. I don't know that it's come to a head. Um, we, there's certainly potential impact that could happen now on these numbers. This is what we've been seeing from the beginning is this real roller coaster ride. Uh, but I do think given uh, upfronts and new fronts happening right now that, that uh, we're gonna see we're going to see the majority of spend happening for the, this first half. Okay, I think that's fair. Um, the second half. No, I, I, I saw where you were going with that. Uh, I, I think that we're going to continue to go into the field because we are still dealing with an extraordinarily volatile situation as a species, let alone as an industry. Let's talk about where the dollars are going. If we can pull up Slide two, please. Uh, what we're having here, the big winner, uh, near as I can tell, is Connected Television. Tell us about this. Connected Television is a very big winner. Um, first of all, let me just say that, as you can see, the way we did this chart, and I have to thank our president for that one, um, I did not have as clear a vision on this. This is so obvious that almost everything is up, and it certainly makes sense um, to see that digital out of home is down, right? CTV, OTT, that kind of connected TV experience. Everybody's eyeballs are watching these screens, all of the subscription vehicles, all of the free ones. They're, they're doing very, very well right now while many of us are sheltered in place. So seeing CTV and OTV really finally take off in a very big way happening this year with that, this is the thing that COVID has actually done well for us, I suppose. Um, for the second half of the year, it's it's Q3, Q4 just growing tremendously. But digital and, and, and the reason that it's growing is, you know, this is, you know, largely 30 seconds. But when we're talking about AVOD, uh, advertising supported video on demand, as opposed to SVOD, and we don't distinguish in the survey of, around those two. So this is the total capture of streaming behavior. What portion of that is advertising supported but what, what, when it is advertising supported, I'm sorry, this, I'm asking this question very clumsily, let me, let me stop. I believe that the reason why we're seeing this is that this is the kind of inventory that marketers love, which is 30-second spots, I sight, have, sound, and motion. Go ahead. Um, it's actually all ad-supported. It's ad so, Oh, it is all. It, it okay. is, because we're asking, we're asking agencies and we're asking brands who are advertising in that area. Okay, thank you for that clarification. So, of the ad-supported OTT and CTV inventory, one of the, I'm what I'm speculating and asking for you to tell me if I'm wrong or not is that we're seeing this kind of growth because these are the conventional ad units that marketers love. Sure. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean it's true, right? Um, we, I think you and I talked a little bit uh, yesterday about creative again and. Um, I, I do know that, you know, we saw a pause, right? We saw a pause in, and we saw cancellations in that early March kind of timeframe. Um, and, and as a result of that, we saw ad spend dip when it comes to video. Um, 
that was because messaging needed to change. And there needed to be a, you know, we're all in this together kind of messaging. Once the agencies were able to place the right messages, um, CTV and OTT really took off again, uh, as did as did digital period. Although if you look at podcasts, that podcasts, which were, you know, there's, there's uh, some shrinkage there from 7% to 1%. And likewise with digital audio. So what does that mean? Yeah, um, they were experiencing a bit of a lift at the beginning of this. They were, you know, these are two areas, uh, or really it's one area, two sections of it, that are able to very quickly change messaging and pivot um, and change the the structure even for, to host red if needed, if need be, right? So they were doing pretty darn well back in March and now we're seeing them, uh, the dollars are just shifting again. The dollars are shifting and, and then now that we have, um, you know, a harder to create, longer to create ad units, that's one of the reasons why we see this wave moving into CTV and OTT. Um, yeah. Podcasts I think are generally growing uh, in, across the board. And we had some data from Gina Garubo uh, from National Public Re Media a, a, a while back suggesting that uh, there's also increased listening to podcasts through smart speakers. So this is anybody's game uh, in terms of the consumer behavior. This is what we're tracking right now are the ad dollars. Let's go on to talking about digital versus, this is the next slide, please, talking about uh, digital versus traditional. Uh, what are we seeing on this slide? Um, this might've been my second surprise. Uh, and that is, I didn't really expect to see linear TV take a bit of a year over a year, even though it's small, uh, a, a percent decline. Um, and and I'm gonna go out there and say that I think it's because the dollars have shifted to the digital front on that CTV OTT number that we saw a few seconds ago. Um, as you can see, I mean, this is the, it's like looking at a, a mirror, you know, or a lake. Um, where the reflection is is the opposite of what we just saw in digital, and these numbers are very, very sadly off 2019. And that digital, that traditional out of home uh, number um, is, is, you know, things are getting worse, uh, you know, in terms of predictions for Q4. So what that means to me is that advertisers and marketers are not at all convinced that people are going to be leaving the house anytime soon. Uh, given, you know, and, and that they, because with, with digital out of home, uh, some of the, uh, there was a very, very slight 3% recovery as opposed to a 7% further hit. Does that make sense or am I? Yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I, everything that I'm hearing in the news, et cetera, I, I, it seems to me that consumers in general, and of course, all of us as buyers and planners and everybody else, we're all consumers first. Um, seem to be optimistic about the second half of the year, but when we when it, you you know are putting your wallet out there for it, um, I would agree with you, Brad. I think that they're saying uh, you know until I I see a real pendulum swing in folks leaving home, uh, that's not where the dollars are going. I think another takeaway here is that uh, you know digital is hit less hard and recovering faster when taken as a whole than traditional media. Yeah, and again, I think that is because of it, it's just more flexible, it's more agile. You're able to make changes a lot faster in that space. 
The lead okay. time on traditional is pretty long. So let's move on. Uh, we, uh, we've got new fronts next Monday and uh, you know we're, we're interested in what's happening and how dollars are being allocated across the new fronts and the upfronts. So what, what do we have here? Uh, you know, new fronts, first of all, let me just say that, that um, we, we, we were kind of looking at where, how money was gonna get divvied up this year, um, especially in second half. We know that new fronts and upfronts are right here um, up with new fronts kicking off on Monday and this coming Monday. And um, I, I was really kind of heartened, I guess, to see that when we asked if it's time for a merge between new fronts and upfronts, 50% said, yeah, let's do it. The ones who actually had some negative kind of connotation to it happening were those who only played on one side or the other, right? They were digital only, or they were, uh, and this is anecdotal, but it was in the verbatims or the quotes that we were given during the survey. Um, most people do want to have a merged upfront and new front. And one thing that was a bit of a surprise is that the allocations for the dollars, um, when we asked new front upfront versus um, scatter, it was almost 50-50. When we asked them to break it out this way, it's a clear, again, easy divide against calendar year versus scatter versus broadcast. So it's like hedging bets. Um, television doesn't seem to be growing and everything else seems to be evenly split regardless. So they're not really changing all that much in terms of video overall year over year, despite coronavirus and everything else, which is pretty remarkable. And despite um, that everybody wants change, so it says they want change, it's just not happening yet. And maybe maybe we just have bigger fish to fry this year, huh? Uh, right, and also it's hard to make decisions in a completely chaotic environment, although uh, we have to. Um, let's, let's dig in on sort of who's winning digitally. So this is, we can pull, we don't need this slide for now. We'll go back to the slides for the last one. But what's, you know, who's leading the digital race? Um, where do you think we're gonna start to see changes in spend when we go back into the field next time? What trend lines are you seeing? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel I feel good about buyers feeling good about their budgets. 46% um, increase uh, was the number that we got when we asked agencies specifically um, how much they expected that connected OTT investment to increase year over year. That's a crazy big number. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a number like that. And social wasn't far behind. Social had a really, really nice big number as well attached to it as far as dollar share goes, um, not growth. Um, so, you know, I think, again, social is going to be a big winner, and certainly OTT and CTV are going to be big winners. So that growth is going to continue, you think? Yep. So. And let's talk, let's talk about new fronts. They start on Monday, and we'll be continuing to remind people uh, that they're starting on Monday um, uh, and, uh, and what, what to do to prepare for it. But we asked some questions specifically about new fronts. Uh, what what was the what was the community's response? Where where are they? Yes, this? If I could tell my seller friends um, 
what they should be expecting, I would say be super flex flexible on uh, try be super transparent on pricing. Uh, they're really calling for an understanding of where their dollars are going. And at this particular point um, in time, I think it's, they really need that reassurance. They need to understand clearly what their reporting looks like, clearly what those, where those placements are falling, who's been targeted. They want transparency. The second biggest thing, not a surprise, they want good price negotiations. So um, flexibility with cancellations came in at a decent number too. I, those three are probably all um, in the 40%-ish and greater. And it's gonna sound like we're tooting our own horn, but uh, you know, 72% of our respondents agreed that new fronts are more important than ever which uh, is, again, uh, you know, this is one of the reasons why we've been working so hard to, to build this marketplace for the industry next week. Yeah, and um, it's buy side. I mean, that's that's an, an amazing number, right? I, I would expect the sellers to all be like, yeah, but the buy side is saying it. Well, I, the, you know, the buy side is, is, is in the same situation that everybody's in, which is they need to figure out how to message out to their current and future customers. So it's... I, uh, it's not a surprise that they're concerned about these things. It's a pleasant surprise that they are turning to new fronts as a source of insight and hopefully inspiration. Um, let's pull the slides back up. This is the, uh, the, the, you know, the end of the year slide. Where do we think we're going to be? Um, but how do you think we're going to be netting out? What, what are we looking at here? We are looking at a... It's funny. We're looking at 23% of people who just say, you know... It's going to look like last year. That's more than I would have thought. But if you look at the greater than 2019 um, and you look at the less than 2019 and you average out the percentages that they gave us, it looks like we're going to net out at the end of 2020 about 20% down over 2019. So I had a little trouble understanding that. I think oh, what you're sorry. saying is, no, no, let me, let me give it a try. I think what you're saying is the, that the numbers in the circle uh, are, are a somewhat limited point of view on the data, but that averaging out, digging under the hood, that overarching on the buy side, they're thinking that the 2019 end of year is going to be 20% down from 20, uh, 2020 end of year is going to be 20% down from 2019. That is absolutely correct. Okay, and I would let me just interject one other word into that, which is it's sort of remarkable that they think that 2020 is only going to be 20% down than 2019 based on uh, you know how brutal the last few weeks and months have been. So I think that it, what this is saying to me is there is a, um, a high degree of buy-side optimism uh, on, on where the year is going to net out. Let's talk as we transition away from the slides to a, a look forward. Uh, what are you looking for? We're going back into the field over the summer. Uh, what are we keeping our eyes on? What, you know, what are, do we think the important index phenomena will be that we're tracking? And any early insights into 2021 with the proviso that it feels like at any moment, uh, you know, a meteor could strike or some other massive crisis could hit us. So, Presuming that we don't have a new fourth or fifth or sixth crisis to juggle, where are we looking at in 2021? 
Yeah, and I mean, we've got a crisis, racist, uh, racial crisis going on right now, which could have impact on creative messaging. It could do what we saw happen in March, which is the need to pivot again really quickly. Um, I think, however, we'll pivot a lot faster this time than we did the first time because we didn't see it coming. Um, Because we've had some practice. Exactly. (laughs) Unfortunately, yes. Um, We do know that there is a... um, a need for us to keep our eye on spend and to make sure that Q3 and Q4 hold out the way that we think they're going to right now. Uh, we do know that just as we have in some of the, the past surveys that we've done, we need to look at tactics and understand um, if shelter in place policies are relaxing, what's that doing out there? Um, so we're going to be doing things like that. But I think um, I think the one thing I that is really, really important right now to let folks know is that in um, this, I think it's next Tuesday, we are releasing the video ad spend study. Which is separate from this study. Correct, we did that with advertising perceptions. It is typically a look back at 2019, but because of everything going on, we went deep and we added a, a whole bunch of questions and went right back into field so that we could give a deeper sense on video for the second half of this year. Um, So we'll be able to frame up expectations for 2020 against what 2019 looked like and have a real view at 2019. So please stay tuned for that one during New Fronts. We're going to be premiering it on Tuesday during New Fronts, and the report itself will be available on IAB.com shortly thereafter as the third buy side report, which we released mere moments ago, is currently available for download again on IAB.com. Sue Hogan, thank you so much for joining us on IAB there. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. So let's talk about tomorrow. On tomorrow, uh, we have Eric Porez, who is the founder CEO of Meeting Science. We are now living our lives on Zoom. We have more meetings more of the time than we ever have before. And, uh, and so that's having an impact on productivity. It's also giving us some interesting new guidance on how to communicate with consumers. So stay tuned, or rather come back uh, and join us tomorrow uh, when, when Eric joins me here in uh, and on IAB there. Um, at the end of this uh, video, please stay tuned for some information about New Fronts. Uh, it's uh, giving you helpful information about how to prepare, um, where to go, and where to sign up. Um, IAB There is a production of the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Our show today was produced by Connor Healy, Joe Ons, John Ward, and Tufika Mahinadin. My name is Brad Behrens. I'm the editor-in-chief here at the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Thank you for joining us. Come back tomorrow because you know if it's 2 p.m. Eastern, it's time to IAB There. Stay tuned for this video. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye.